I know the DJ. Do you? Welcome to episode 15 of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJing, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of host Snacks, a.k.a. TJ Snacks, where you can get the max for the minimum, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor, Anchor. This is a special episode because uh, we'd like to announce a few things and just kind of uh, reflect. Um, as of today's recording, we've hit 300 followers on Instagram and 2,000 listens on the podcast. You know, little successes, little achievements, milestones, we're, we're making it, and it's all because of you listeners, if you're listening right now, if you have listened in the past, um, you know, it's all because of you, you know, we're trying to grow this thing, and, and it's growing pretty nicely, um, you know, I'm super happy, um, shout out to all the guests, um, and, um, you know, we're just super excited to kind of see what 2021 brings us, and the kind of numbers we can hit from there, and just the kind of conversations we can have, so thank you, and we're super excited, and, um, you know, as we mentioned, 15 episodes in, I have our producer here, Ado, to talk about um, our experience developing this podcast, our plans, and how the rest of the world has been trending as we, uh, you know, have already began 2021. Um, so Ado is a, a former Division One athlete who later founded a Boston Nightlife company that hosted some of the dopest events catered to all walks of life, but specifically millennial and Gen Z audiences. Um, Ado and his team uh Ado and his relationships with over uh, 25 colleges and university in, universities in the Boston area, partnerships with large influential communities, and knowledge of culture, uh, hotspots, tra traffic flows, trends, and traditions. And, um, you know, they help companies, brands establish meaningful relationships. They connect clients with today's um, most coveted audiences at a time and their, de their development, lifelong brand preferences and buying habits, everything like that, everything under the sun. Clients choose them because they are cons constantly evolving, continuously relevant, and always delivering results. Um, over Ado's career in business and the workforce, he has been able to develop skills in a variety of disciplines from leadership, sales, marketing, and business operations that he has applied to various areas of interest and ventures. Uh, he is keen on exploring challenges and identifying the factors that will most impact change and finding strategies that lead to results. So we welcome guest and beautiful Producer Ado in the building. You've heard him many times already, but he's here in the flesh officially. Man, it's crazy. It's uh, I've never been on this side of it. Yeah. Uh, now yeah, hearing yeah. Uh, um, you know the warm welcome. Obviously, I appreciate you having me in the podcast, my guy. Bro, of course. And and you know we've had you on a couple of the past episodes, and it's always been like crazy, crazy game and crazy, crazy yeah. conversations. You know, you're a super smart guy, and we appreciate you. And um, you know, you've been a huge part of the. Sorry, we're like. <laughs> we just got mom over yeah, right. stuff. you hear the extra stuff but um you know you obviously you've been a giant part of uh this podcast and the growth of it and you know since i've started this a lot of people have asked me like you know how did it come about and how has it been growing it and, and you know a lot of like nitty-gritty questions um and you know i'm fortunate enough to be able to say like i have a team behind me yeah. and i have you know people that kind of handle different aspects of the podcast um with um DNEG, you know, um, which is going to be our black owned business of the of the week, obviously, uh, being yours. Um, can you I know I described it a little bit um, in a very vague way. Do you want to just describe yeah. what DNEG was, what yeah. it is now and kind of how you 
developed it into uh, what it is today. Yeah, no, absolutely. First of all, again, um, congratulations on 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 uh, yeah, baby on 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 two K. I've been saying it for yeah. weeks. Let's it's, go. People don't, I think, realize how hard it is to develop a podcast. Like yeah. you have to have work and and building. You know, in a time where everyone is kind of to themselves, like mm-hmm. that's major achievement. So props to you. Um, but. Honestly, like it, it all started out with nightlife stuff, right? Like, yeah. you know, we, uh, both of us as being um, kids from the city, like we went out to all these places. Like I saw like the Jeff Londons, the Aces, like obviously you had Jeff on the podcast yeah. uh, and some other guests that you guys have come on. They had these, the hottest nights. And mm. um, I remember, um, you know, n- no free advertisement, but um, I remember coming up every Saturday to MVP Saturdays mm-hmm. at, at Storyville. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, yo, I want to be like them. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, cause they were the hot young mm-hmm. kids on the block. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I started fast forward uh, a couple of years later, I started, um, a promotions company that then would later on do a bunch of events around the city, booking a lot of artists and, uh, and talent. Um, and then realized that COVID shut that down real quickly. Yeah. And I realized that basically the promotion game, it's a young man or young woman's game. Right. Like eventually you're going to fizzle out. Like, how can I leverage the 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 eyeballs um, and reach that I was getting? And I knew, again, millennial and Gen Z, that's a coveted crowd to a lot of brands. Like, how can I use entertainment to then drive that to somewhere else? I was like, OK, that's marketing. It's bigger than just nightlife. It's marketing now. You know what I mean? So um, fast forward uh, last year, we pivoted into media and entertainment and um I just realized how big digital is. Mm-hmm. It moves more than just the singular transactions that nightlife provides or life experiences provide. It's a lot harder. Um, and I just think it's just going to be the new wave to, to grow a business and take it to new heights, really. Yeah. And so obviously podcast being uh, the primary yep. um, thing right now, how many podcasts do you have in the portfolio right now? And, and you know, what was kind of what was your strategy and picking these specific ones these specific people yep um and you know what are your plans for them generally yeah honestly um i'm i'm super excited right now we have eight podcasts um under our portfolio actually nine technically um and there's three more that are coming out in in february march which we're super super excited just just recently announced too exactly we just were yeah one's coming out and then there's other two more that are going to come be coming out as well so our 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 network of podcasts are growing and um the whole idea of the the podcast for example for for you um there is a unique opportunity in the space where there's no one doing it right now. I like honestly, like I don't know another DJ that is doing DJing and also now speaking about the experience of his city, mm-hmm. right? And providing that back because, um, as a nightlife consumer, you go to the club, but you don't get to see yeah the like the title of the DJ. They don't get to know what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. Or they don't understand how, what a venue owner thinks. And I think mm-hmm. you're providing an element of education. And the whole purpose of DGs, we're trying to amplify everyday life, right? Like through the way th- we educate and entertain people. And it's like, all right, this is a great medium. Everyone's doing podcasting. You know what I mean? Like everyone's in their houses. So um, the whole idea was just to pick everyday experiences and and just kind of educate people through entertainment through different podcasts so we're still looking for a fitness podcast right Mm -hmm. we're still looking for certain things that cover really big markets that we understand um, can move culture and trends and and things of that nature or that's dope um and uh yeah so anyone with fitness yes please please experience or influence or yeah and y'all just want to 
do what I do and talk your talk your ass talk off. Your, yeah, exactly. Um, definitely uh, hit up hit up Ado or uh, Dope Entertainment official. Yep, absolutely. Um, on Instagram. One thing I will say about the the whole like process of understanding like who to get like there has to be a fit. Like for mm-hmm. you, it was, it was a no brainer. Like you don't have a hard time speaking mm-hmm. right and connecting with people. Like I, I don't think people realize you come on this and you get behind a mic. And and I would love to hear your perspective on it. Like it is hard thinking about the topics. Yeah, it's mad thinking, hard. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and sitting there and talking. And you're holding conversations for an hour, two hours. Right? Most yeah, now there are a lot of them hour, are like two, two hours. hours. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So it's like um, people don't really realize. Like you get on here and you're 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 probably not even thinking. Like how am I going to get through the next ten me- ten minutes? Yeah, it's like yeah. public speaking. Like yeah. that fear yeah, sense. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's super super hard. Well, the thing for me is when I listen back is. Um, I say like so much and everyone comments <laughs> on it. And I know oh, English man. is not my first language. Hey, me neither. <laughs> me neither. And, and, and it's like, because I listen back and I'm just like, I'm just like, oh my God, this is so bad. But um, yeah, I try to get the personality to shine through. And, and yeah, a lot of the things I'm thinking about is like, I usually with my guests, I research them as much as I can yep. and like look back on their Instagram, whatever they've done. And yeah. Um, I make a lot of questions. I don't, in the beginning, I'll start just kind of throwing out questions, but like, I love tangents. Yeah. You know, when I can just Just let them ride and then we can just start going from there because, you know, especially in this industry that I'm in, I can uh, ping pong stuff with them because I'm I'm in it as well. Um, I think, you know, for instance, like with Malcolm Xavier, who we had last week, like I was going through some of his past interviews and they were with people that were in media, like they were journalists or whatever, but they weren't in the industry. So the questions that they would ask him were just so like vanilla Yeah. and what they would ask like anyone. And then he would have a response and they wouldn't really be able to like reply. Yeah. And I, it was, it was when I was like kind of doing that research where I was like, well, I think that's the better part about this is that we were able to stretch his mind and take him in different, to different, to different yeah. elements and yeah. different conversations. Um, so I think that's what's, you know, been beneficial and, and has worked well, but yeah, with, you know, I have the notes and, and I'm, yeah, I'll like, you know, I have the mixer in front of me and, and I can see how much time we have. And, yeah. you know, I'm always thinking, okay, there's, he's talking about this, he or she is talking about this and they might mention things and I'll like keep like a bullets in my head yeah. that I'm like, okay, they mentioned this, this and this, I can go on these tangents. But that's a skill though. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like that, that art in itself. And I think, the fact that like you have been so successful in 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 music, right, and your talent of DJing, it it made sense for you for me to come and approach you and be like, "Yo, snacks, like I need you to do a podcast because you've you've already honed in on that skill. Now you're just doing it in a different, in a different way. Yeah, but, yeah. But like for you to do 15 episodes, I'm telling you, people can go look it up. How long it takes them to do even a thousand listens? Yeah. Right. You did it within 15 episodes yeah. with a little bit of hiccups, right? Because yeah, like yeah. this is very much so a, um, a new phenomenon. No one's doing it in Boston. Mm. Like I don't see anyone else building a media. You know what I mean? And all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. The way that we're trying to do it. So, um, I I very much so like I look at it as like damn like this dude has developed a skill within. 15 episodes in about two months, three months, however yeah, yeah. long it's been. It, that's nuts to me. Yeah. I mean, and again, it's all due to the listeners. So if you're listening right now, we love thank, you. Thank you. Um, yeah. And the feedback has been great. Um, and, you know, now it's just about diversifying, you know, the guests. We have a sick lineup of guests already coming yeah. up. Um, I know I, a big thing that I wanted to do was get more females involved. Yep. Um, we have two ladies um, on their way this coming month super excited about and two you know two in two completely different positions in 
just general business. So one of them um, has nothing to do with music at all. Oh wow! Actually, cool. a new addition to the portfolio, um, Ali. Yes. So yes. Um, you know, I wanted to get a female that kind of has her own business, specifically on OnlyFans, which yep. she does. Yep. She has a crazy following, as you know, yep. and um, you know, beautiful girl. And yep. when I was talking to her, I was like, "Oh, sweet, she's nice. Like, yeah. <laughs> you she's know, a super nice. She's girl. super nice." Exactly. And, yeah. and and we were just talking actually this morning, I think. And I was just saying, you know, welcome to the fam, yep. blah, 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 blah. And so, um, you know, for those listening, keep your uh, eyes out for her episode where we're just going to be talking about her uh, approach to OnlyFans, the stigmas, her her strategy in terms of business and yeah. revenue, like how the kind of content she's putting out. Um, so that's kind of what I want to go through there because I think both, you know, obviously a lot of men listen and I think, you know, there's this crazy like misunderstanding or uh, misconception of what these OnlyFans accounts are. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? And and don't get me wrong, some are super like I don't know the word I want to use, but you know they're pretty wild. Yeah, you know, wild, and, yeah. and 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 it, and it kind of I think it's gonna over time shift socially how People men preserve like, women. You know yes, what I mean? And correct. but but at the end of the day, like I look at it, and I, and I know a couple of girls who just weren't comfortable getting on, you know, on a podcast and talking about it that do it or have done it and they're like, yo, like it requires a lot of management, oh. a lot of, you know, how much you want to do, you know, how much you want to expose yourself, you know, Max. if you can like, they know that they can make X amount of dollars, but they have to kind of start taking sacrifices. 100%. You know what I'm saying? So in other areas of their life. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's the stuff I kind of wanted to talk about and get real. Hey, this is what it is. Um, and then um, hopefully uh, get some, you know, female listeners to get like a real insight. Cause like I said, some of my friends that I've done in the past, like they were asking me if I like knew other girls who have done it so they can get yeah. some insight and yeah. what the best way to do it is. Um, so we're going to get her on. And then um, we're also going to get LaDuke, who's um, been in the game for a minute. And she's um, she I think she was uh Boston DJ of the year of like 2010. Oh, wow. Something like That's that. Dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's and dope. so in uh, if, you know, I know we have a lot of like the club guys um, who listen to us like she has kind of stepped away from the club scene and mm -hmm. does a lot of like Cambridge type spots, more niche, um, smaller scale stuff. Um, but she kills it and we're talking, um, and you know, I just wanted to obviously get the perspective of being a female DJ, yep. the male dominated industry. And then also, um, kind of seeing why there's such a disparity in terms of like, I, I was, I was like, yo, how are we both DJs in the same city and never cross paths? How? Ever. How does we ever do it? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? How? That's crazy. And, and, she, and she was like, oh, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Well, and she was like, but let's save it for the, for the podcast. So we're excited. Um, we also uh, got uh, Boston Rob on the Come books, on. who's going to be huge. It's gonna be, I'm something. so glad I got him. I, I'm going to be in here taking notes. <laughs> yeah, you know dude. I, mean? like, yo. I, I never fanboy people. You know what I mean? I always keep everyone on, on a... Yeah, yeah, level yeah. field, but like sure. when you see people that are success, like successful, successful to that point, yes, like sure. he, you're talking about a guy that's like a global working with a global brand and, yes. and really making it relevant in the city of Boston. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, which is kudos to him. I'm, and I'm so excited. excited. For episode, yeah, I'm episode. so excited to pick his brain. Um, and so yeah, I mean, the the quality in terms of guests and content is so important to me. You know yeah. that, and yeah. I think that's. You know, for anyone who's starting to make a podcast, like you have to really map out the first mm. two months, three, three months, months of yeah, of, of the kind of episodes you want to do, or if you want to do guests or anything like that. Um, you know, before before we even record the first episode, I made a list of like of twenty people facts. that I would try and get. I couldn't get them all, and but I got most of them, thank God. 
um, and the kind of the things I wanted to break down with them. And, and you know, that, that's that been super key in terms of, um, you know, being able to maintain good quality content and, and good conversations. And um, hopefully, you know, I always get like kind of nervous when I post like who we have this week. On the I'm, week. I'm like, I hope people are, are want to hear this yeah. or like yeah. are excited. Um, but, uh, you know, and, p- and people have, uh, DM me like suggestions and stuff like that. Um, you know, definitely keep doing that guys. Um, cause you know, at the end of the day, like it's for you guys, you know, I, I want them to be informed and, you know, uh, get any gems and stuff like that. But, um, you know, as this grows, like once we hit a year, once we hit like two, like, you know, I want to just start stretching out to like other kinds of people, you know, other people, um, other entrepreneurs, other yeah. people who are just doing awesome stuff and um, being able to get the con- those conversations up. Um, but it's everything is just so up in the air, obviously. It's so um, hard to map out right now. It I is. Mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like doing uh, obviously like with with this studio space, right? Like times where if like COVID goes really bad, like things have to close and we have to figure out how do we come do a home yeah. episode at your house? Yeah, or, we, we, you know we, I mean? we even almost hit that uh, point yeah. when things were, were spiking me and you were texting we we're like yo what, what do we do if we yeah. can't even get to the studio and that's why we had to go get the right equipment mm-hmm. to to accommodate for those times because it's like all right cool we can't just let the times confine like yes. what we have to do and the process that we have to do you know what i mean Absolutely. um i i actually always wondered um i know we produce me gabe george we produce our own podcast as well on the network but like mm-hmm. how long does it take you to figure out your your content because it takes us like two days like we have to start before we produce on Fridays. Mm. We start like Monday and then we go through ideas and we like, nah, we don't like that. And then mm. we go through it again. Like how long does it take you to develop your ideas and topics? Uh, I mean, it, obviously it completely revolves around the guest. Mm. Um, mm. So like I, I have the, like all my, all the each week for February is done. Like in wow. terms of the guests. Jeez. So for each guest, I already know generally like, you know, ju- like, like with the questions or the notes that I have, they're not, things I have to say, they're yeah. more guides yeah. just to make sure, Hey, they done this, like make sure we cover this. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I love tangents and I love like when we can just talk about something super random, but cause a lot of these people are super cool and yeah. super successful and I'm sure yes. they have things have done things that I had no idea. You know what I mean? And, and that's become like with the interviews with like Jeff and DJ knife, like yeah. they were just mentioning things. I was like, what? people some free game yeah man. yeah and, and i'm like and that's the stuff i want to make sure we can get to you know yeah. what i'm saying but um so if it's a dj you know depending on their experience like hey i know you did this this and this tell us how you did it like whatever whatever if it's you know we've had some entrepreneurs or like someone like simon who yeah. um you know was the photographer episode that crazy successful people still tell me like yo i can't believe that kid just turned 21 and has done all it's this nuts. stuff for stuff with him i know generally speaking you know put on the photography game and you know i didn't want to get too nitty-gritty you know what are your settings and stuff like that but um you know he he's already sitting in in a place that a lot of people would say is making it yeah and the things i want to do almost every episode is the journey yeah how can people do it because we all know where we want to get to yeah but all the stuff in between is the is is if, if we all knew, everyone would do it. You 100%, know what I mean? 100%. So that's why I try and get these people who have already done it or are doing it. Yeah. And being like, yo, like, how do you get started? Like, where can, where, where what are the resources? What, what are the mindsets? You know, what's that mama mentality that we need to kind of get have. to be able to get yeah. there? Um, so for him, you know, being like, he was, him, him talking about like, you don't need to go to college. Like, 
you know, as someone, you know, from an immigrant, yeah. immigrant family, like, pa- like yeah. education is everything. Yeah. Like, I kind of love that he was saying that. You I, know mean, I mean, it's the truth, though. Like, I, I, re- I like not to go back and speak about the same things, but mm-hmm. like, I realized that hustle, like just consistency and just grind. I promise you, like, it sounds easy, yeah. but those things aren't an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, um, again, in, in our line of work, you ate like shit. For multiple years before yeah. you got the big gigs, yeah. right? But and like I'm, now I'm eating like shit again. You know what I mean? But like most people can't endure eating shit. Mm. Like I'm built for. You know what? I told myself mentally, I'm gonna give up my 20s and my 30s so I can live good with my 40s mm. and on. Mm. That like to to batter yourself with that mentally is a very very hard thing because those time those times that you go through the the hard times. It's it's hard for a lot mm-hmm. of people, and they pull out. They're like, "Nah, you know what? Let me go back over here and, and collect it." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, safe. Yeah. It's I mean, it's that it's that third row mentality, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's where we come <laughs> from. Exactly. Bro. Like I'm not going back to what <laughs> yeah. that was. Hell you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for yeah. me, there's there's no option. Yeah. But yeah. to succeed. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's crazy you saying that, like having to eat like shit, like because now I'm like, but dude, like a third of my income gone, probably. Yeah. Like a lot of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and. And for a lot of the industry that we've talked about, you know, venue owners and stuff, you know, and just doing a little bit of research, like, um, you know, people just talking about kind of the landscape of 2021, um, you know, uh, there's predictions even with the vaccine, um, you know, being almost readily available to yeah. everyone within the coming months, 50% of venues will close regardless of any funding or any vaccine. Um, many will have lost leases and face increased insurance costs and neighborhood gentrification that will um, make reopening not an option. Um, mm. So, you know, talk about eating, going back to eating shit after, yeah. you know, th- having a thriving business. Um, you know, new venues will pop up to take their places. Um, but that most likely won't start or really even pop off um, until 2022 um, at least. Um, And it's, it's sad to say, um, and we've already seen, you know, those always those lists of um, Boston venues going down. Um, And, you know, we, we love those, uh, you know, people, you know, that are uh, industry uh, heads and venue owners that are still making it. But, um, and that's why I'm trying to open up those conversations, but um, You know, it's tough to see, but um, also within the same research, I was seeing that um, in 2021 that um, the TikTok quote unquote allure might decline. Really? It's getting oversaturated now. Yeah. I mean, people are jumping on this trend and doing literally everything, but like literally everything to get clout on TikTok. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Remember when, when Instagram like first started, like the people who adopted it really early succeeded now everyone jumped on and then instagram started reducing how hard it was to monetize and get big and then people realized like damn you have to put in work to get big like i'm out you know what i mean yeah yeah it's crazy because um in the beginning like i have there's this um example that um do you know flo millie is nah so if if i've seen it i probably would she's um she's like this female rapper she's like super young um like the character the thing that i guess like makes her cooler unique is like her voice is very like um cartoonish yeah um, and there's this thing where, uh, I was reading that, uh, it says rapper Flo Millie had, um, you know, this is last year, right? So last year she offered $200 to a TikTok celebrity, quote unquote, to make a dance to her track, um, be Flo Mix more popular. Yeah. And, um, the video clip, uh, was created then by, um, an account called, um, at nice Michael gained over a hundred thousand views and shortly after, um, Millie signed a contract to RCA. So, so people are saying that, you know, it might not be the tell all be all, but it's definitely the marketing crutch that can get you from one level to the next and and flow Millie, like, you know, this, again, this is last year. So that same 
that that person now at nice michael probably would have charged two thousand five thousand oh my god to get that now because they're low-key a big reason why Flo Miller was able to get that contract, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it was able to get virality. Traction, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. And yo, you were t- you were the one telling me about um, you know some of the people that uh, uh, that you were working or DJing some of their events. Um, I obviously, I won't put their mm. the name all out there, but uh, they obviously specialize in 18 plus parties. Uh, they had oh, an yeah. artist right that was before yeah was really bit or uh, not it was, uh, known 24k gold 24k yeah, gold yeah. right and then um, coming out just asking for an opportunity. And then all of a sudden, now his song blows up on TikTok. Now he has can't, a platinum album. Can't can't a reach song. him. Can't yeah, reach him. you can't reach him. Literally, like the uh, the day after that event, we were DMing each other on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's crazy. He was just some fucking kid. Like, you know what I mean? And 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 it was so funny because uh, his tour DJ was literally his boy. Like, and it triggered the fuck out of me because I want to be a tour DJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like literally this other like 16 year old yeah. kid. And I was like opening for them going ham, whatever. And the, I remember the, the kid, the, the DJ was setting up and he was just like, yo, you're filth. Like he was just like, you're insane. Like, yeah. And I was just like, I mean, like I do this. Yeah. And he like, like, you know, takes out his computer and is like plugging shit in. And I'm like, I can like you can just tell when someone's a rookie. Yeah. And I was like, cause like they they still don't know how things work and plugging in and <laughs> whatever. Around. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. And so and he does his like little set and I was like, okay, like, you know, he's whatever. And low key, I was in 24k Golden's ear. I was like, yo, man, like I know you have your boy, he's your DJ, but like I'll DJ for you and like travel the world with you. Yeah. If and if you just want your boy to just like chill and like just come along for the ride. Right. Yeah. Like, let me know. And that's what we were DMing about. Bro, imagine your five, life. I know. Five months, whatever, six months later. Uh, no, you know he's in the mood. Like I'm brand new. Hottest song the on hottest, TikTok. Not hits number one. Dog, hottest song on TikTok. Mans can't respond to my DMs. You see, that's what I'm talking about. That like Ima- your life could have changed imagine, that night. Imagine. Your life could have changed that night if yeah. you really pressed him a little bit harder. Harder, yeah. And, and your life would have changed. Because I, like, I was like, oh, like you know, he probably guessed us a lot. But I was like, you know what? I'm good enough. You yes. know what I mean? Like, like I was, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. So like, I was, I, I was in his ear about it, but I should have like, yeah, like I said, like, cause, and the crazy thing about it is, um, he gave me two songs that he, uh, he gave me a USB, two songs. One of them was mood. One of them was Bro, that song. You see that? Like, yeah. You had, I had that song, song before months, was, but months before <sighs> and we played them. He was like, literally, I just recorded these joints. Like they're not out yet. He goes, but I want to like, he literally was like, this was on in the green room. He was like, I, I want you to play them to see how um, how the crowd reacts to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, for sure. And but I, but I and, and, to, and, and in a way, I was like, I was like, why are you letting your DJ do this? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, maybe he's fucking with me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, of course, boom, let's get it. And you know, I was getting on the mic, hyping him up. Like, I was just trying to like let him see what things What's could possible? be. You know wow. what I'm saying? And wow. and whatever, whatever. And I just think that like like he didn't have a tour manager. Like he was so that it was him time. and his boys. That That's was the it. time to build yeah. a relationship with him. And and I think I I think it was one of those things where like maybe if he was doing multiple shows there, like I could have been like, yo, let's link for lunch tomorrow. Facts. Let me let me show you around Boston. If it was like that, I think yeah. it would have gone a lot farther. Oh my god. But yeah, like we were DMing and then like he just goes to the next city and we don't like talk. And then yeah, five, six months later, biggest. I'm hearing about this song and I'm like, yo, this is the fucking kid. Dude. And and it's like, yeah, the biggest song ever. Um and it's dude, it's just wild, man. It happens overnight. You know overnight. what I mean? I, and and that's what and when you go back to like your your topic of, of TikTok and I I'm I'm just looking like 
damn, like I wish I would have jumped on this on this trend earlier, yeah. and right? it, because it, it's a huge marketing thing. I can't, like, okay, I know what it takes to go viral because it's very fucking simple. Yes. Like on the DJ side, like you just gotta do like um, like oh like. Where did these five popular songs come from? This is where they came. Yeah. And like, just do these dumb, <laughs> like, it's so stupid. And, you know, shout out to DJs that are doing them and doing them well, and they're getting, like, the, the virality and stuff. Yeah. But, like, me, like, I'm posting, like, stuff that I like and that I am proud of, and they're not getting a lot of views. But, like, I would rather the, like, me go viral off of something that rep is representative of me and my skill and what I bring Facts. than me just, like, adapting and being like, I know this is going to be what they want. Just for it the just sake of the, the numbers. But the, you you were just talking about this offline. Like, just because you're popping on TikTok, I'm telling you, I, I've seen some people that, quote unquote, TikTok famous, and you when you meet them, and you're just like, yo, you're a, a normal person just like everyone else. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. not getting anything from this right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, I know. I think a lot of people also don't know how to, like, monetize or, yeah, like, facts. take advantage of. Like, that was, like, um, that scrap episode. Like, he was, yeah. you know what you can do with these platforms and how you can monetize them if you know how to do it. Um, shout out Scrap and Gridlock Management if you're trying to get managed. Yeah. <laughs> like That's and, right. And get the answers. <laughs> you like, covered it all <laughs> on this podcast. Yo, I'm, I'm trying to give people the, the gems, you know facts, what I mean? Um, but, but he talks a lot about, you know, the ways to monetize. But like, yeah, like like if if 16-year-old if Jimmy gets goes viral on some like song he made or like him singing, now then he's like, now what? Yeah. Now there's 100,000 people that are going to listen to me. Yeah. Now what? You, know, you have to think real big. You have, now now this is the time where, like, yeah. now I got to make these fans, detectable fans, um, data, so then I can go to record label and be yeah. like, I have, a, I already have 100K fans. You see what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, but DJ is doing the thing, like, 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 we were just talking about Stams, like, uh, is, you know, he's getting on his TikTok game yeah. as well. And um, he recently posted that, um, that dance all uh, thing Fo on Instagram, which is Stams. super dope. <laughs> Stam, stop playing with me, you boy. That thing was so heat. I yo, as soon as I seen it, I was like, yo, this boy is, cause you won't you you wouldn't think that he has that in his arsenal for most people. Mm -hmm. For most people if that you know, don't you know, know him, yeah. yeah but you know. if, for for us, cause we know how good he is at his craft, it's like yo. But sometimes it still surprises you, and you're just like, damn, this dude is really yeah, that yeah. nice. And and that's why the content is so important because yeah. you know in times like this, like we we're, we're not playing at clubs every week yeah. to be able to be like, hey, I'm still nice, like I'm yep. still that guy. We got to put it out there ourselves. You know nice. what I mean? And and that's why we're doing it. That's what I'm doing it. And and Sam's yeah, like drops a super sick video. But uh, what I was mentioning to you before that I wanted to save for this. So what actually happened was. So Stams is white. Yep. Uh, Greek Italian, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Visibly white. Um, and drops a dance hall, Jamaican dance hall like video. Yeah. It's not him talking. It's not him saying, Hey, I'm a Jamaican DJ. It's him just being like, these are Jamaican tracks, like yeah. blah 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 blah. There's this woman who comments in caps culture vulture. Oh. On on the post. Okay. And you know, uh, you know, shout out, uh, you know, Cami V, Toomey, Fab, and Stams. You know, we have our group chat. You know, they were here on the podcast yep. a few weeks ago. And Stams is like, yo, like, I don't know what to do. Mm. You know, like, I'm shocked. And, and I'm like, whoa, what are you talking about? And I'm, he goes, yo, look. And I go, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, and people were already starting to, like, reply. Yeah. Um, And it opened up a whole can of worms of, you know, you know, I think people like to throw culture vulture out a lot. You know, a lot of, a lot of you know, what's happening socially has been pretty intense in yeah, the last few months, obviously. And 
um, you know, it's easy to see, you know, a white guy and blame him. Yeah. And, and blame him or like put him in a bad light for, you know, doing something that is in black culture. Right. Yeah. But people were roasting. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was like, yo, I need some, I need some fans like stamps, yo. Yeah. Um, Cause people were definitely, you know, I told him, I said, do not respond. Let the people talk for you. That's what yeah. I said. Facts. Um, and I went in there and I was like, yo, you're dumb as fuck. Um, but you know, that's literally the purpose of the DJ. Like, yeah. like we are here to play music. We're here to make people dance, make people sing. Like, yeah. so if that means we play African music, Jamaican music, like whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is, we do it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's white. Does that mean he can only play white music? So what, he's supposed to be out here playing the Beatles for the rest yeah. of his life? You know what I mean? The, the, the thing is, and, and sorry to cut you off, but everyone always tries to put you in a box. I've realized, right? Like, um, yeah. they say, you know what? You're a promoter. You're just supposed to do promote. You're only supposed to be a promoter. You're not supposed to be an owner, right? Mm. Oh, snacks. You're only a DJ. You're not supposed to be, like, you're not supposed to manage DJs. You're not supposed to do this. Everyone always tries to put you in a box and limits. And, and I look at that. I'm just like, first of all, I don't understand why people are so worried about hating on other people. Like you, you, if you like just took the time to not consume the energy to hate on someone else and you just focus on someone else, like I promise you're going to be better off yeah. than you hating on someone and you continue to live the same way that you were living yesterday, like today and right, with right. all your problems. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. And it was just wild to see that. And, and it was just so, it just sucked because it was something that he was trying to put out positively. Yeah. And, and like it killed his vibe. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and like there was, I think a hundred comments, all positive except that one. one. And, and it's that one that like, people start focusing on. And I was like, bro, listen, like when I said, I was like, yo, she's spiking the algorithm. Like yeah. if people are starting to respond to her and now this is a hot yeah. comment. Good for you, bro. That's get on the, the algorithm. Get the attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know that any publicity is good publicity. You of know course. what I'm saying? So, so we were able to take that, but she started getting like, she was like, people were hopping on her like, she, I think she ended up deleting her comment, the comment. Um, but like I said, Stam's got some fans, yo, but, um, you know, it, 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 it was just a very interesting conversation that like, I couldn't, not that I couldn't believe happened, but I was just kind of shocked. Yeah. Um. And and it's one of those things like if you know Sam's like like he plays like that's like a lot of the shit he plays. Like. Yo, but, but he has that he has that arsenal. Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. you can't knock a dude like when th th this is what what's so funny. Uh, and I always used to wonder him like, how is snacks. One of maybe a handful of DJs actually, no, and I can't even say handful like a couple of DJs that. Um, I literally will, like, whenever he has come to my residency on a Friday night at Storyville, right, mm -hmm. that plays, that literally has every walk of life in there, yeah. right? So, like, your your library of music is catering to Billy, to, ha. you know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Every, every single person. And then the next night, you're doing a, a, a majority African or, mm -hmm. you know, black night. You know what yeah. I mean? And then you go do another somewhere. I'm, I'm like, yo. That is crazy. One, I don't understand how you like. Where do you get? Where do you go get your music library from? Because wherever <laughs> you're going, like, let me let me go there. I, I was talking to Cami about this. Yeah. Um, shout out Cami V. Um, you know he's someone. So you know another white DJ who has the skill and and wants to learn and be able to play at as many places as he can and for as many crowds as he yeah. possibly can. And he was asking pretty much the same thing. And I think. For any DJ that's listening, like you have to take the time to just research. Like it's it's mm. it's like not the best answer, but that's what it is. Mm. Um, you know, I started getting booked by Kareem on his nights, um, and I was like, okay, <laughs> like it's I'm the only non 
black person here. Yeah. Like I have to adjust and I have to learn. I have to, I have to understand their culture mm. so I can make sure they have a good time. Yeah. I can ignore it and be like, yo, I, I know what's hot yeah. and ignore them. And then they feel not seen or they feel not welcomed in this place that is supposed mm. to be for them. You mm. feel what I'm saying? Mm. So if I get handed a residency and I, and this is the crowd that is given to me, I need to grow that crowd. You yeah. know, I need, I'm, I'm a slave to them. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's wow. And so I'm like, okay, I, I've been a dance hall head since like 07, 08, yeah. 09. Like, like, so that was fine. I was good on that. What I was weak in was Soka. Yeah. Um, that carnival shit, like, yep. um, Trini, yep. you know, West Indian stuff. Like, I was very weak. And so I go home. I go through every major car. I listen to Notting Hill carnival sets from wow. back in like 2003 on because the way I looked at it was like, whatever was popping in 03 is now like a deep cut or like early set thing that I can mm. play now. So now I have this breath of like 17 years of shit that they were really playing out there that wow. like the culture knows that I'm like studying now. And then obviously like, you know, figuring out, um, you know, a simple Spotify playlist. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it, that's a place to start yeah. and, and, and just kind of figure out who are the big um, <clears throat> artists in that space. Um, and, and then just, and then just like watching videos, dude, like, like watching like amateur people just in, like on their phone, on an iPhone, like taking a video of them at a, at a, at a um, Caribbean club and mm. what's playing in the background. Yeah. Like taking note of these things. And you're really about, like, <laughs> you're, no, no, no. Like I, I'm, you know, like the reason why I'm like, I'm over here like a student because mm. I, I, I've never heard, like maybe I don't have a chance to talk to some of these DJs in this level, but shout I the, never hear, the podcast. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the podcast. But I, I, I never see people that are really into it to that point where you're you're talking about going back of having to go listen to generations of music, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. having to go study it and, yeah. and understand and looking up when you're going to other nights and going to the other nights and understanding how can I deepen this culture at this venue. Yeah. Like, that that's a skill. And I always used to laugh at some of these young bucks that are coming into the game and they're like, yo, they're going to replace me in promoting and this and that. Like <laughs> you're just a one hit wonder, but like you didn't put in the time nah, like me, you know what I mean? Nah, like going back to that grind effort. Yeah. Like I beat people because I'm willing to out like outlast you, like outwork you. That's it. As the, uh, the great Ric Flair once said to be the man, you gotta beat the man. Yeah, facts. And I, and I live by yeah. that like crazy. That's, 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 that's heat, man. Shout out Ric Flair for sure. Woo! He said Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, and that's what it is. Like, so if you do that for ten genres, fifteen genres, now you're you're very well versed in all that music. Yeah. Um, and like it's like um, who was uh, Tori from episode three? Yeah. Our second guest. Yeah. We talked. She talked about how if someone can play. What she plays at home with her mom, mm. that that is more memorable than just playing the hit song. Facts. I'm gonna learn what that song was. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. One time, this is when when Stans was crushing Lawrence parties, which are like Latin heavy. Yeah, I saw this video of him, some story. Yeah, of him playing this like bachata song from like '93, that like you only know if you are like if you're Listen, Latino. Yeah. Like that's like what your mom played when she was cleaning. Mm. And I was like, yo, I like I was I'm not there, 
I'm like watching, and I'm like, I am blown away that you know this and are playing it, and wow. like, and it's, and that's his thing. Like he had, to, like he was getting Lawrence gigs. He he had to learn. Yeah, he had facts. to research. Facts. You see what I'm saying? And now he's the white dude that knows this shit, and now people are like, "Yo, this white boy got it." <laughs> like, like he, like for the dance hall, you yeah. look at it and yeah. you're like, "Yo, this dude." Yeah, I didn't know he had it. that in his arsenal. Yeah. Facts. So for these DJs, like, if you want that. You gotta put you got you bro. Do not do not like the record pools will get you will get you what you need for now. Yeah, but they'll never teach you, like Tori was saying, that song that is gonna be like wow. Mm. That's this is what I remember from tonight. Not wow. the hit song that I've been listening to the last five clubs I've been to. Facts, it's this bro. DJ that played this. Yeah, because he was, look, to go back to Stam's thing, like, he was playing some songs that I was thinking, like, I went to Bermuda, right, mm. with one of my best friends who mm. I played college soccer with, like, Word. I was listening to that in one of the biggest, like, like areas where they play just carnival and music mm. and tri mm. all of that, mm -hmm. and I was like, damn, this dude reminded me of Bermuda, I'm trying <laughs> yeah. to go back, you feel so, me? So, so, that's, so that's an impactful thing, right? So imagine you're a Caribbean head or you're from Bermuda or whatever. You just came to Boston. You're like, oh, Boston is going to yeah. be some tough voice, blah, blah, blah. Then that one DJ... Plays it. Now I'm you're going like, to him. Now you're like, this is the... D like, now this is Facts. the guy I got to follow on Instagram. I got to... Wherever he's at, I'm at. <sighs> like, and, and so people want to talk about building audiences or people want to talk about getting notoriety or, or mm. getting resident. That's the shit that gets you there. You know what I'm saying? Listen, hey, 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 relax, relax. <laughs> don't give too much chance on here. I don't I know, give too everyone, much everyone's going to be taking my gigs when shit's right? open now. I know, uh, I know, I know. <laughs> shit. But, uh, I mean, music has just been changing just so much now. And and because uh, I'm realizing, like, even when I, like, talk to girls, right, mm. I'm like, oh, like, what do you fuck with and whatever. And now because of, like, just how accessible music is, like, they they sell they say shit. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know you had that in you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, And, and yeah. I'm seeing that more and more. Um, you know, streaming obviously being um, the main source of, you know, the way people consume music. But streaming, especially when the concept of streaming first came out, like it wasn't, um, people didn't think it was going to be as, you know, part of our lives as it is now. Like even yeah. Steve Jobs was saying how, um, you know, because cause he, he, he made, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but he made like some comparison that streaming is basically like music rental. Mm. Like you're paying mm. a f like it's like uh, Netflix or like where you play that fee you pay that fee to like you don't own any of it you don't own the CD yeah yep. but you can just kind of listen to yeah, it yeah the subscription model you see what I'm saying yeah, yep, so yep. he was saying that the subscription model was 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 uh, I think he said something like it was like meant it was gonna be bankrupt or something like yeah. that and that's actually a big reason why Apple was late in the game mm. because Steve Jobs was not on board with board it, with it. Yeah. Um, but you know uh, Spotify is the top player. Right now, um, you use Spotify? Yeah. What? That's I, I, I still, I still people, I do, still see people Apple that music. Own. No, hell no. What no. do you use? I use Spotify. Oh, okay. I was gonna say yeah, but I, I, I know think, people that use Apple Music. And I'm like, what are you doing? No, I think Spotify. The thing is, it um, they've covered all their bases, right? Mm. Music, um, podcast. They've covered like every single thing that you can need, and also I don't know what it is like. Um, obviously, with Apple, I I just always think they're like they're overpricing things, right? Because you're paying for their brand and yeah. you're paying for the name Apple. I used right? to have Apple music and I hated it. it because there's, there's certain things that come with it that you're just like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't need that extra headache. I don't need that extra step. I don't need to put in all this information just to go buy a song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I, I realized that that's part of their branding and their DNA and why they can charge a premium. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, I just think Spotify is just, it's just more accessible. Yeah. And, um, and just if we quickly uh, break down the numbers. Um, so 
Spotify, as we were saying, very much like a Netflix of music. Um, Spotify is uh, dominating. Uh, the global streaming scene, as we were saying, number one, so has 248 million active users wow. as of the beginning of Q4. Um, uh, so, and that's uh, including 113 million um, users who actually pay for the privilege. So, mm. who use premium? I'm one of the people that use premium. Yeah. Um, so, as I was saying, Apple had entered the streaming game late due to Jobs' is kind of, you know, hesitation with it. But now, Apple, obviously, major streaming uh, force, um, kind of inevitably. Um, but they have um, only half of Spotify's paid subscriber count um, in a fraction of the time. Wow. So, cause, I mean, you know, in the fraction of the time, like, I guess they're doing well, but it just kind of shows you how strong Spotify is. And then, obviously, um, Amazon is in the game. Yeah. You can never, like, <laughs> not count Amazon because yeah, Amazon coming. can do anything. Yeah. Uh, and then um, the Pandoras and the Sirius XMs of the world, they're still, you know, they're still old-fashioned, but old people, like, still rock with that. Like, I know yeah. a lot of, excuse me, 30, 40s, or like yeah, like my Pandora station. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, because they because they the came up with it. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. Um, so it's actually 93 percent of all U.S. adults still listen to AM and FM as they wow. drive. Yeah. Jesus, you know what's crazy? Going back to um, you know Amazon and and how they're going to start tapping into it. Uh, they recently bought um, Wondery, which is a, a big uh, media company. Right, that does mm. the podcasting. A lot oh, of really? Oh, things, I right? did see that. I did yeah. see that. I did see that. And um, it's funny because, like, now they they see the opportunity, mm -hmm. and Amazon is they're so quick to move. They oh. analyze and and move really really quickly. And uh, Jeff Bezos was like, you know what? It's time to tap in and cash in and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Wondery has some some notable podcasts, right? Maybe not within like the the Call of Daddy lanes and all of that, mm -hmm. but like they have it in different genres. And uh, for them to make an acquisition like that is is a major statement of one where podcasting is going, right? Mm -hmm. Where that space is going, and also just streaming. Where um, Amazon thinks there's an opportunity to tap in and you know start having more competition with some of these other big players. Yeah, absolutely. I I did see a headline with that. I just want to look up. Maybe some of what their best uh, podcasts that they, have, that they yeah. have on deck. I I can't think of the exact names. I'm sure you you'll pull them up, but um, yeah, yeah they they were in um I believe if if I'm if I'm correct there was a few places where the call her daddy girls when the whole breakup thing happened they mm -hmm. were looking at certain places. I think they looked at obviously HBO because of Sophia's you know guy, and then Hungary okay. was yeah. like another place. Your listeners yeah, are probably yeah. like, "What the fuck is this guy <laughs> talking about?" But I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, I but like talking, yeah. they were one of the companies <laughs> that like probably had the the gunpower right yep. if you will to have a podcast of that nature because of how big they are yeah just looking through them right now um it's it seems very like it seems very uh clean yes like uh, yes yes so so just looking through so they have the generation y podcast the true crime all the time podcast mm. sports mm. wars american history tellers inside star wars man in the window like there's things that just seem very um untouched the, the, see that's that's a strategy though like when you uh, i know you asked me about like what's the plan and i didn't really answer that but like the, mm -hmm. the goal is to get into podcasts like that right the mm -hmm. science the scientific podcast because mm -hmm. that's those are lanes that don't have a lot of competition mm -hmm. right people don't understand like when you develop a podcast just getting on a mic and saying you know what i'm going to be talking about these topics just because i'm going to talk about it better than someone else it doesn't mm -hmm. work mm -hmm. right like like think about the people that start sport, sports podcasts or even entertainment podcasts. Like, um, it, they're very very competitive because there's a lot of people in those industries that want to talk about those things. Mm -hmm. The the areas that aren't tapped into, like scientific podcasts, you know, sci-fi and all that, 
the reason why those people are on, you know, number one on Spotify and Apple is because no one wants to talk about that. There's not a lot of competition. You know what I mean? So um, picking podcasts within certain lanes are are really, really important as you think about growing your you know podcast network or your business around that. Like that goes into our thought process. Like I'm very much looking for in a couple of years when we get there, a scientific podcast, mm. because that's a lane that we have to tap into to be like, you know what? Like we have a foothold there. We have a foothold even in the competitive places, right? Like my goal is for you to be a big podcast. So like we still, we still made it in a crowded space, right? Cause I don't want to shy away from that either, but you have to have a balance to grow a network. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and obviously during, during COVID, a lot of podcasts have been coming up left and right. Yep. Um, what are some of the things that you just kind of like, if you had to give like a top five of like mistakes yep. that you see, new podcasts make yeah um or things that people should avoid you know for anyone listening that they might want to go down the podcast lane yeah just quick things that avoid this or you know do this don't, yeah don't fucking do this <laughs> yeah no um i think just thinking through the strategy of a podcast it it's easy uh, like i promise you guys it's easy to think that you're going to talk about right xyz for a couple episodes how can you actually stretch that yeah right yeah. like so where, true. yeah you know what i mean where are you actually going to take this like in the long term. Um, second thing is, you know, picking the, the space in which you're, you're going to develop your podcast and understand the competition, understand the marketplace, understand like who you're actually addressing. And when I say marketplace, like how are you going to grow with your audience? Like, okay, are you going to be just talking about everything that call her daddy does? Like you have to pick you when you do it. Cause you can't be doing mm. that when you're 30. You know what I mean? Like you have to align <laughs> those things. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So like, it's going to be interesting to see those people and how they transition and, and grow their crowd as they're aging. So, um, that's the second thing. And then the third thing is, um, like really understanding like the investment people don't like, yeah, like bro. you need to invest not only time, absolutely. right? Like time is probably the biggest thing. Like the that's biggest, like, cause there's a lot of free platforms, a lot of things that you can do without like, gen like having to put out a lot of money, yep. but like you need to invest the time into thinking about everything. The, thoroughly. Most, the most expensive thing in the world. Yes. Time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't, you could probably break down how you actually segment your podcast, but people people are not even hip to that. They think just go on and just talk. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You need to get people in a rhythm. That way they understand, all right, you know what? Whenever I put out a post, even just like the design element, right? Like your designs are on cue with every single time you post. Mm. People now know, okay, every Tuesday around this time, I expect yeah. Snacks' episode to come out. I know what his fly is going to look like. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. But, like, if you just do things off the off the cuff, you're never going to be able to build a base and grow with them. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, and then the, the last thing is, like, don't just do it because it's cool. Like, yeah. like you know what I mean? Like, that, that you sounds like... You know what's like, not cool? Having yeah. a shitty podcast. You see? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I say that, and it doesn't sound like a, a good piece of advice, but... Um, People need to understand, and not just in podcasting, like, you can't just do things because everyone else is doing it. Mm. Like, it, it just doesn't work like that. You need to understand, and you have to be really about it um, to to realize where it, it it's going to go. Because I know exactly, I can tell you the benchmarks that we need to do. Like, the companies that are already interested, but, like, we're saying no or yes to the right ones. But, like, we have, we have a structured plan of, like, you know what? Snacks has to do X, Y, Z 
for us to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So like it's a very well thought out and uh, an executed plan, but also like we combine that with hopefully the nightlife, you know, component comes back again because now you're you're holding you're you're literally the intellectual property that is owning the live experiences and the media experiences like that that combination is really really scary you know what i mean so like um like you need to you need to do things with the purpose um and so i I think a lot of times this podcast wave right now is going to come and go same thing with the tiktok thing people came Mm -hmm. and saw but don't really realize what they can actually do with it they get this fame and they don't know what the fuck they're doing Mm-hmm. So those would be my, my, my kind of five key tips. Yeah, and I think it completely aligns with just um, some of this research I was doing for this podcast. Um, I, I found this um, this interesting blurb about podcasting and how this, there was a huge spike in 2020. Yep. And now maybe 2021 people are like, oh, shit, like whether because of return or because of the time investment, yep. like yep. that it's not it's actually going to peter out because people are just like, like again, so the spike in, us- in users and then – Oh shit! Now it's gonna be a huge drop because yep, we're like, oh exactly. fuck, I couldn't do it. <laughs> so, uh, so there's this uh, thing. There's like this year has been the rush to podcasting and streaming companies see it as a way to increase revenue without the giant licensing fees. Um, and everyone from celebrities to people who can own a USB microphone gets their own show. Hello, good to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is that podcasting is hard work, as Ado just said. The rewards apply only to the lucky one percent. Yes. And the listening public only has so many hours in the day. Um, you know we've. As the episodes have gone on, we've gone longer and longer. Yes. Part of that is because um, the conversations have just been getting better. I've gotten better as a host, blah, 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 blah. Some people have texted me and been like, yo, really excited for this podcast, but I looked at it's two hours and I'm a little bit overwhelmed. Mm. Some people are like, yo, I wish this went longer. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out. And people, please DM me. Let me know. Um, like I, like I had, I had a homie shout out cadence who was just like, who finally found it and was like, I just binge all of them in, in like a day. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So like, it's just, I'm still trying to figure out what the sweet the balance, spot yep. in terms of time is. Um, but sometimes I like some of these conversations are going so well. I'm like, there's no reason to end them. That's, that's the way I look at it. The thing is, it's, you're not going to be able to please everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? And the good thing is like what I said before, like the investment also like picking the right people that you work with. Like, again, we're very, very honored for you to like host this podcast and do everything. But like, um, the investment piece of it comes from us analyzing the data. Like we have yeah, data yeah, yeah. behind that can says, Hey, like I know your, your retention rates versus the two hour podcasts versus an hour podcast. Right. You know what I mean? So like we uh, have, again, that plan behind us of like, okay, we know, yeah, w- please audience give snacks feedback of yeah. like what you guys want, but like we know what's going to execute for the dollars in, in four or five episodes. Right. Cause yeah. like I, I, I told you this or I, I told you this when we were at the house the other day, like the, the companies that are interested that we've been talking to and I'm really, really excited. Obviously, like I'm really big on having you make sure that you approve what you want to get behind, because if if you're not happy, then it doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like when what you want to support. But um, I'm super excited in 2021. People are now going to realize they told me I was crazy for doing this <laughs> podcast shit. But I'm telling you, it's going to pay off and they're going to be like, oh, how did you do that? Yeah. Well, it's the same thing that you guys were laughing at me when you said that nice. I was a promoter. OK, yeah, yeah, here yeah. we go again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, absolutely. And and I think people are kind of underestimating the thing that like what will be possible, right? Mm. So, like, if we do have backing dollars or yep. now have, like, like for instance, like, so obviously this would be a DJ podcast. Like, if I have um, a record pool or, like, a or like a pioneer, for instance, yep. as, as, as a sponsor. Yep. Guys, I can be like, yo, 
whoever shares this episode the most, I can give you gear. I can give you Facts. hardware. I can give you yeah. software. Like these are things that now I can give back Facts. to the people that have helped me got here. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like it's all going to be just like this. I love you. You love me. me. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and it can just, we can just all just grow together and just like be able to do cooler shit. And so that's why I'm always pressing people. I'm like, please listen, please share, yes. continue to listen yes. and share. Yes. Yes. Um, but um, a part of this blurb that um, the last part of it was, um, but, 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 but where was I? The last sentence says, um, 2021 sees many podcasters falling by the wayside because what we're, what we're saying, especially as a bit of normalcy returns to their everyday lives. Of course. I read that and I was like, hmm, let's say in six months, this probably won't happen. Six months, everything is open again. Yeah. And people live their normal lives. They're not cooped up anymore. They're probably traveling and doing more shit outside than they would have otherwise now. Yeah. Right. Do you see that as a concern now having all these podcasts? Uh, a hundred, it, it's a concern uh, big time, but that's why it's it's put like we need to put like pedal to the metal right now, yeah. right? Because you need to create that attention and consistency. Um, yes, I do. I do think there's going to be um, a drop in in people that listen. But that's when you adjust, right? Like the time frame. Maybe it's not a two-hour episode. Right. Maybe now we cut it up in a couple episodes to consume within the 30-minute window that you have at lunch. True. Right? Like True. Um, I think it's just adapting. Um, I don't think uh, – I think this phenomenon of podcasting is too big and there's too many players like the Amazons that are tapping in that um, you see people not make time for – listen to the podcast. I think they're going to be picky, right? And now that goes back to the, the creators. How good is your your podcast compared to someone else? Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. goes back to the investment. You know what I mean? I was I was reading that and obviously was kind of being reflective. But at the same time, I was like, okay, if shit opens up again, I become a great, great yep. busy DJ again. Yep. I have more to talk about. Now. Correct. So, and... It's an and, opportunity. And, and... Now I can talk about literally what just happened last week. Yeah. Oh shit, blah 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 blah. This celebrity blah 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 yeah. like yeah. and so I was like, "Well, is that a bad thing or is that a a better thing?" You I know what I mean? I think it opens the door. That's what I'm talking about when we, you now own the entire intellectual property, right? Like the the you asked me we talked about this one time like do I think DJs could take promoters out of play? I think in a certain way, maybe if you start owning like all the attention online, right? And now you're gravitating. I think the dynamic between our relationship changes 100% if you have mm. this much control. Right. Um, but imagine you going out, right? And we just throw out an artist, right? Um, Post Malone, whatever, mm -hmm. right? And something crazy happens. But the audience, the people that consume and paid the 30 bucks to go that are gated from Post Malone's table don't see. Imagine now that being told on a story, right, on your podcast a week after. You just made someone wait four days, right? Probably, let's just say a Friday and your next episode, a couple of days until your episode airs again. You made them wait in order to listen to that story, but they already lived that experience. Mm. Yeah, that power and influence is is something that um, again people still have the need to know kind of the in how that they don't get it to experience, mm. or the people that don't get a chance to go, they can still live that experiences through the digital asset that you you've created. Right, you know what I mean? Wow, I'm fucking hard right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking like there's crazy. a major major yeah. opportunity, and and even thinking someone else in your portfolio like Amanda. Yeah. Um, 
she's going to be free to do all this crazy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, that and then she can just tell, these, tell these stories it's, about. It's going to be really, really scary in terms of um, the flexibility that all of you guys will have. Because um, I think for you, it's going to be even crazy because you've, you've already DJed with some of these big artists, right? Now you have a chance to talk about them. Mm -hmm. But the leverage is, is that like now that you build those organic relations, maybe they come on the podcast. Right, like it's, it's. I probably could have twenty four k gold. Yes, you know what I'm saying. If, if, you know if mean? we had the podcast, it, correct. Probably. Yeah, correct. So there's going to be facts. opportunities that open, and then for like the people like Amanda, like, um, she's going to be. Imagine her going to LA and vlogging, right? Yeah, and just being able to show that lifestyle. It's going to be crazy. People are going to be like, "Whoa, you got that big?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're just confined. We started a network in a time period that is very, very sensitive. Like a lot of businesses are are. Um, retracting their expenses. We're doubling down mm. because I think there's this is the time where everyone doesn't look at it as an opportunity to be conservative. No, you have to go, 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 go because once you seize it, I'm telling you, not a lot of people know where, like, not a lot of people have to believe in our vision. All we have to do is believe into it and watch in a couple years. Yeah. Damn. Absolutely, man. I, it's, it's, like I work with you and like hearing you say that yeah. I'm like I'm like getting chills and yeah, shit. It's um, it's a fact. Yeah, no, it's it fact. is. It's, it's super dope. Um, and and yeah, like you were saying, it takes so much time and and having the vision, looking ahead to be able to even execute. Yeah. Um, Snacks. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, when everyone told you you were crazy, right, doing this DJ thing, I'm sure you got backlash from your family and, and oh, up yeah. from, from us being. Um, do you think talking to Snacks? How many years have you been doing it? Se like seven hot years. seven years. Yeah. Do you think talking to snacks now you would have been like, "Yo, you're gonna make it"? Seven years ago. Uh, so so okay, so seven years ago was when I first got my first controller. Yeah. And I was like in my room all night till four in the morning, like practicing and yeah. learning. I I would love some alternate universe where right now I could go back and like time machine myself back to my room to. 19 18 year old snacks and being like yo like this is gonna be worth it yeah you know what i mean um at that time i didn't i didn't think it was gonna really be much like it was just something i, I like i really wanted to do i was super inspired but like i, I wasn't like i'm gonna work to play at all these boston clubs and like have a podcast and all that. you know what i mean yep. um but the ride was fucking awesome you know what i mean and, and i learned so much and and now it's 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 you know it's a huge part of my life yeah you know what i mean um you know it was it's now like it's like a quarter of my life you Literally. know what i mean just the time i put in and um it's a big part of my personality you know what i mean like if i like if, even if i like meet a girl like i have to tell her that yeah. like this is hey, what you do is, like you know we're in court we're in covid right now but like when shit's normal like this is what i do for half of the week like yeah this is a big part like you know what i mean and um it's, I, I try not to like, like I never introduced myself as a DJ. I think that's yeah. pretty corny. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, like it is a huge person of who, I, or a huge part of who I am. And, um, you know, it's taught me so much beyond just the music. Like, uh, it's a lot of character, like being able Coming, to be rejected yeah. or, or be, or have money snatched out of your face. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, have other DJs like try and little menu and stuff like that. And, um, and being able to have that discipline, that if you really want something, you have to go and get it right. And and um, Jazzy Jeff, one of the I th my personal number one DJ in the world ever, um, he had this quote 
like that was going viral the other week that was like everyone asking me like when when or how does like a DJ quit and he was like you can quit a job mm. but you can't quit like a passion mm. like you're o- you always are Facts. that yeah. you know what I'm saying Facts. and I was like wow like cuz like, I've asked multiple people when does it end for you mm. I've asked multiple people on this show, yeah. on this podcast yeah. and it, I read that and I was like cuz cuz I don't know when it would end for me like and I'm like yeah like I don't I can't imagine a world in which I'm not at least thinking about DJing. Yeah, that's You know tough. what I mean? Like, and so, it's just been, a, like, I'm just grateful and, and, and grateful to have this platform to even just talk about it. Yeah. Because, like, I'm super lucky. I And the reason for, for the question is is because, um, again, I knew you as 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 Jeremy, right? Like, and now you, you've transitioned people to literally know you as, as Snacks. Mm-hmm. Like, Snacks is a household name. Right. And I think about that. I'm <laughs> that's, like, that's, that's no, no, it, it's crazy, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, people will be like, yo, when snacks coming. Right. And I'm like, whoa, like, that's when we first met. You know, it's crazy. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. So I was just with you this past weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, homegirls in my car. Yeah. We're all like riding in my yep, car. Yep. And you said snacks. And yeah. one of them was like, wait, that's you? Yeah. Remember? Like, and, see, I was, and I was just and like, yes. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, and like, that was like the exact moment. Moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think about that. And I'm like, um, a lot of us, like, don't really realize the opportunities when it's first presented to us. And again, thinking about vision, um, I always, I always told myself, like, I don't need everyone to believe where I'm going. I don't need everyone to believe that I'm going to, you know, get them to know that I'm the best or this or that. But like, as long as I do and I know where it's going, like I'm good. And I just need a couple people. I need a couple people to believe in me. You know what I mean? And um, again, like not to get sappy, but like, I'm super, super grateful of of having the people in my life that have believed in me, having you believe in me, having all of our podcasts like believe in our team and where we're going. Um, and I just, I, I always just laugh at people because when they laugh at me, they weren't laughing at me when I was a nobody and then turned nightlife over their head. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like where the media thing, I think this is going to be the one that like everyone remembers us for. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I'm yeah. super, super excited for your podcast and everyone else's podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's no, going to be crazy. It's, it's been an exciting journey. And, uh, you know, we're still learning. Literally, we, like, we're just texting, Literally. like, yesterday, like, yeah. being like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Well, it's me mostly yelling at you. But. Yes, I know. I, <laughs> listen, and, and that's, that's something to note. Yo, can you? Yo, oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes when you look at, I look oh. at my text message and I'm like, yo, me and Snacks are about to fight. Because, like, <laughs> this, no, no, no. Because these words, like, I, I could... I read text. Me and you are both like this. I think, like, yeah, yeah, we yeah, probably yeah. read into text messages, being like, "Yo, is this dude good?" Like, what's <laughs> that? and that's what people understand about like how hard it is to produce a podcast. Like, yeah, yeah. I have, you have, you're a creator. I'm also a creator too. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we have certain things that tick us off, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But like, this is very much like, you know, something that I'm always learning. Like, I yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I'm never an expert until I, I don't think I'll ever be an expert, to be honest, in any field. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's always something you can always improve and. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good because you challenge me to be better because you want perfection. Yeah. And I also want perfection. Um, but yeah, it's like, people don't <laughs> understand the back, the behind the scenes of us like yeah, yelling yeah, at yeah. each other when, when yeah. I fuck up and I'm like, damn, I'm about to hear from Snacks. <laughs> like, you know, like when I don't get it out on time, Snacks is going to be like, yo, dude, what the play? Because <laughs> it's pressure. It's pressure. You're the one person on our I'm network. I'm the only one, right? I yeah, feel, on like, the I feel one so network bad. I feel that, so like, bad. that chews me out. <laughs> 
you know what I'm saying? But like, because yours has a little bit more demands in terms of like the length of it and what kind of goes into it. Yeah. But um, yes, I I, <laughs> I I very much love this love this like aspect and and how we work together. And it's gonna it, and the thing is, from where it started <laughs> to now, it's great. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah the, I I know those things are gonna come and they're gonna yeah, co- yeah. continue. Happening. I think I asked you once. I was like, Yo, am I your most like difficult? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. To answer the question, you are the most difficult <laughs> podcast we have. But that's a good thing because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the feedback that you're getting and that we're improving on every little thing, like minute details, mm-hmm. like that's what it takes to be a good podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you have the, and you have the drive to 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 build it that yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, like like I was saying to you yesterday, I was like, yo, a lot of the listeners are like producers, are are yeah. musically that's like inclined people, DJ, like they can notice when there's a thing, so these little ass things where you know if if it's like a fashion blog, for instance, yeah. like they're worried about the fashion they're not worried about the, the, the technical thing the, you, you know, know what i mean, mean? so of course. that's why like i get so like pressed on it because i'm like yo these are and that's just the way djs and producers are they're like yeah, hey of like of course like <laughs> like with mixing they're like yo you could have done that transition better i'm like i know i know, like, I know. <laughs> you know I mean? and so and that's how it is for this like people are like oh this this is that and i'm like i fucking know yeah. i know but the thing <laughs> is i'm i'm very open to to feedback like, yeah no, i know and, and it's, been, it's been great you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. i'm very much a sponge of like all right cool like i know like i want I like if I do something and you don't criticize it's like nah okay well what's going on here either you didn't care for it that much right or like okay maybe I give myself a little pat on the back but like I have to pick something mm-hmm. that is wrong with it because that means there's there is opportunity to do better yeah yeah that's it Absolutely. You know I mean? and, that, so, and that's what it takes and so people just in general like be critical of yourself be critical of your own product you can love it but you have to constantly rip it apart facts. for it to grow and be 100%. better Um, and you know, have those good people around you to be able to do that for you and to be real. Cause if you're just going to be around a bunch of people that are just going to like suck you and stuff like that, it doesn't work. You're going to, you're you're not going to last. Yeah. I mean, you get clouded and you just won't know. Facts, 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 facts. What else is kind of going on with you? Like, like, are you you good? Yeah, man. Like, (laughs) listen, life, uh, I, I've, I've realized a lot about myself during this time and, um, with COVID and, like, I think for you two, you go from being wanted, right, and desired, right, with the just kind of catering to people. And then um, you see everyone that drops off because you're not giving them that thing, right? Mm. Um, and I've realized a lot, like, taking a step back from the business aspect of it, like, who's real in your life for you? Who's not real in your life for you? Like, who actually supports you? Like, I've I've honestly reflected on all this and I, I mean, I realized, like, I don't need to insert energy to people that don't give it back to me. Mm. You know what I mean? And um, that's been, like, a lot of my uh, consumption outside of, like, the business stuff has been a lot of that stuff uh, because I've never had time to actually go look at it, right? Because I'm always going. Like, whenever you're DJing, sometimes little things that bother you, you don't really realize them, how much they impact you until, like, you have this time period, right? Mm. Um, So when I'm not doing business stuff, um, I try to analyze, like, who I surround myself with a lot more than I did before, um, who I give energy that I know is going to give me energy back. Um, so I feel like that has been like consuming me and, and trying to figure out like, where do I channel some of those thoughts and, 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 and frustrations? Cause that does like, that's 50% who I am. And then 50% who I am when I'm business Ado. you know what I mean? Like those are two, two things I'm always trying to, um, kind of balance a lot of. Being super reflective as a black man, like a young black man, oh. have you seen yourself growing just in terms of 
what you're going to be accepting of yourself, like being able to be like, hey, maybe I need to talk to someone. Hey, maybe I need to express myself emotionally a little bit more. Has that shifted within the last 10 oh months? Oh, my God. I, I'm going to open up and be very, very real. Um, as an African male, like, you're not supposed to share, yeah. hey, like, I'm, I'm having a hard time. Yeah. Right? And um, I've carried a lot of... Uh, baggage right because i've seen a lot i've i've gone through a lot of experiences i'm sure other people have gone through a lot of experiences too but um i i've never been good about saying yo i'm hurt mm -hmm. right because weakness in my like how i looked at it was always like frowned upon mm -hmm. um but i've now realized this past year that i've hurt a lot of people around me because i've carried those baggages and i've moved a certain way um and i pushed people away because i never had an outlet of being like yo like, you know what? That actually does bother me, right? Mm. It, maybe in a, in a relationship or if in a friendship, like like me opening up more has reduced my blood pressure, has reduced all these other things that allow me to have a clear-headed mind and not always think that everyone's out to get me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yes, I I very much have been seeking right someone to go and open like professional help yeah, yeah and yeah. not not because it's like like i'm crazy or anything no, like bro, that bro there's but like, no th that stigma like it's yeah it's gotta, gone it's you know what i mean gone. it has yeah, to be gone but yeah. like i think people really really need it and i think especially in our line of work because yeah, we're bro. dealing with so many people like wants and needs that like you you forget yours oh yeah you know what I'm saying? i i uh let me see almost three years ago I saw professional help for the first time. Yeah. Um, I started seeing a therapist and a lot of it was because like, okay. So, so the way I have my Instagram, for example, yeah. as a DJ, I need to be the life of the party. I need mm. to be the funnest dude in the world. Mm -hmm. I can't sh express emotion. I yeah. can't like exude sad boy vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like if I need to constantly be people's outlet, like people come to me yeah. when they want fun. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they look to me when they, I had a bad week. I need to go turn up. Like, where's next? At you yeah. know what I mean. So then, where do I go? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Where do you go? That is, you feel that what is I'm a good question, man. And so I was like, I was, you know, things in my life were changing, and you know, I was growing up, you know, first generation, yep. you know, yep. uh, the way we came up versus our parents came up were so different, oh like we're butting heads and yep. and stuff like that. And um, I was like, yo, I have nowhere to go, like all these people that are like my friends or like that I speak to normally, like they don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I realize like how important it is and, and being on clubhouse now, yeah. like there's a lot of like these breakout rooms of like, you know, people just kind of talking about their experiences and stuff like that. And I'm like listening to a lot of these conversations and I'm like, yo, so many of you guys need therapy really badly. But people don't realize <laughs> they it. They don't know. You know? And, like, and, yeah. They don't know. Or they're in the similar position like you where they're yeah. like, I'm not allowed to do this, but oh, but yeah. here's this, app where I can just kind of talk about my shit and now I have someone to talk to, you know what I yeah. mean? But, like, I'm like, listen, I'm like, yo, y'all need professional, professional help. help. Yo, you I know. know. I, I I realized it, and again, I'm still trying to find the exact consistent person that I yeah. go to um, because I, I, I very much realized talking at someone, right, just to talk, like, I just maybe, like, for example, for me, like, um, my significant, um, you know, other at the time, mm -hmm. like, just telling them my problems wasn't because I wasn't really telling them really what the problem was, mm -hmm. right? I was trying to mask it a little bit and just share it. And that's that's organic for a lot of people. Like, if, if you know someone, you're not going to tell them the entire truth. Like, going to a therapist and you just airing and, and just airing it out, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah you get an unbiased opinion about it because... Um, 
you know, I can tell you, for example, and you're like, oh, bro, but your snacks, like, you, you, you yeah. gotta bounce back. Yeah. You're yeah. great, man. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's work on it. And I'll be like, no, I'm sad. Facts, bro. Like, <laughs> tell me it's okay <laughs> to be sad. <laughs> yes, yes. And like, um, I've, uh, I've been like someone that's always tried to hide like that part of it. Like, um, it's, it's okay. Like, it's okay to be sensitive. It's okay to be upset. Like, you don't always have to put in this uh, promoter mask on. Like, mm -hmm. you're always lit 24-7. Like, you're always popping bottles. Like, I realized, like, that life was eating me up. I'm telling you, like, really eating me up. And I'm so glad. Like, I'm not glad that COVID happened, but I'm glad that... You're able to take a step back. Yes, take a step back and, and, and take care of my health. Because if I continued going the way I was going, I'm telling you, I was going to crash at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah, for 100%. sure. 100%. Do you, do you seek... Uh like a, another man of color to be able to confide in or, or be able to seek help from, or, or does, or does I, it not matter? Or? I, I wish because you know that they're going through the same battles. I think the one thing that I have a problem with, with um, going to sometimes professional help that aren't mirroring you um, is because you're telling them problems that, um, sometimes you feel they, they, they haven't experienced. Yeah, they won't ever understand. You know what I mean? They won't ever yeah. really understand. So um, I wish there was, uh, and, and if people have one, I would love to know, but um, like a, a black therapist or a yeah. female black therapist, whatever the case may be, because um, I feel like they understand what my struggle is and, and like they can understand just through my face that maybe there's a little bit more that mm -hmm. I'm not sharing. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's that's huge. Yeah, I would love the opportunity to just plug somebody uh, real quick. I'm just getting up their Instagram yeah, right yeah. now. My homie, uh, his, he's at Ruben D. Feliz. Mm. Um, so that's R-U-B-E-N-D-F-E-L-I-Z on Instagram and um, on Twitter as well. So he is someone that was actually, um, he was on the Pretty Ugly team. Mm. And that's where I met him. Yeah, yeah. And he has since just develop this amazing persona of being, you know, kind of like a healing person mm. um, on social media, especially for people of color. Um, and he um, has provided different resources and he, d he goes on Instagram, Instagram live every morning to talk to people mm. just like openly, like on live. And, and, you know, he's been just been doing super well with it and, and the content he's coming out with is really, really great. But he, I know he has this resource of like, I think all throughout new England um, therapists of color, just like a, like a like a um like a like a catalog of it. Yeah. Um. So you know everybody check him out. Um. He would I think he would love anyone who's kind of just interested in not his services but like just like being able to connect with him and anything like that. Um. Definitely do so. He he loves helping people and yeah. um. If you just want to give him a follow, DM him. Um. That's definitely a resource there. But it is super important, especially on in our industry, that to be able to like remain level headed and, and, and look after yourself. I know physically too. Oh like I gosh. remember when I had, uh, I think either case and or Rico and yep. sticks, like they're like, you can just let your body go so bad oh in, in, in industry like this. You being a former D one soccer player, yeah. like, do you still like work out? And yeah, that, that, that had to be, uh, something I had to do for me. I, I always told myself, if you have discipline, the discipline that you learn in sport, right. Uh, carries forward in business because, um, a lot of the life lessons, like not giving up, like pushing through when it's hard, like apply in the business world because the business world is very much like sports. Mm -hmm. It's not guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Like you can work hard. It doesn't mean you're going to play, mm -hmm. right, or win. So um, I, I work out. Yes, for my body and for my and, and for my physique, but also for the mentality, what working out does, because it applies in my everyday life. Mm -hmm. What kind saying? of uh, 
working out do you do? What's your primary means? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like to run, right? That's a big thing. Like, that's something that I can, I don't need a gym or anything yep. for. Like, of course, I do the lifting, but I try to do a lot of, like, circuit workouts where you're exhausting your full body. Uh, because for me, workouts, a lot of Division One level was um, just putting you through mental things where you had to get over, mm-hmm. right? Where, like, you can basically be prepared for the 90 minutes or the extra time where like you can't train for those things. You yep. know what I mean? Thing. It's yep. just a mentality that yep. working out kind of, you know, trains you for naturally. So, um, I, I like to do those types of workouts. I've never really been a guy that wants to like, Oh, I'm about to put on and yoke up. Like mm-hmm. I'm good with all that. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay lean. I, as long as I look good in clothes, that's, that's <laughs> it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, um, how about you? What do you, I, I know you're a big runner. Do you, do you do a lot of lifting too? Yeah, um, that's like the shit I don't post. Yeah, like yeah, I don't know. This is not like yeah, my just, I'm, not like, I'm not like a juice head or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, like I I lift. Um, I used to live way more. Like when like I haven't been to a gym since last February, like almost a year. Yeah. Um, but um, like we have weights um at the crib, and uh, we're a Peloton household and mm. stuff like that. That's dope. Um, so you know, still lifting and stuff, but it's just different. Um, like we don't have like it's all dumbbell stuff, so like we don't have barbell or, yeah, or anything. anything yeah um so i haven't like fully squatted fully deadlift or fully bench pressed you know almost wow. a year yeah. like it's all been just like push-ups and body weight squats and stuff yeah, like yeah. um but yeah runner um shout out pioneers um my run crew coolest run crew in, the, in boston um but i've been injured for a while yeah um it's tough carrying 250 pounds for miles multiple yeah, yeah, times yeah. a week yeah, yeah. so my, my legs are just kind of going through it right now and just doing a lot of like rehabbing but um um, but that's how I found jump roping. Sk- yeah. Skipping is like the most efficient oh my God. Uh, cardio that you can do. Yeah. Um, and uh, if anyone's like looking to like, if, if you have 15 minutes yeah. to like exhaust yourself and like get a good efficient workout, like jump roping is no question. Oh my God. The thing to do. Yeah. Um, and um, I've learned to love it. Um, and I'm trying to like build like a little like jump rope community. Of, like people just like want to like get into it. Snacks, you're always doing something, man. Snack it's attack is always it's, doing it's like I don't know, man. Like I hate being idle. Like the date, like like I, I had um like MLK day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like dumb stressed because I was just like I should just do nothing, but like I just needed stuff to do, do like, something. I, yeah, yeah. Like, I just hate it. Um, but yeah, man. Like just I don't know. Like, I I just like to put out like positive vibes and positive energy. vibes out, and like like people will be like, oh, like this is cool that you're doing. And I'm like, yo, you do it. Like, Facts. tell me how, like, I can get you into this. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I think you've always been like that, though. Ever since ever since I met you, you're, I, I've never, and I think this goes back to, like, this persona that we put online. Like, I've never seen you post anything, like, negative or, like, or ever <laughs> seen you say, like, like, you know what I mean? Sometimes I've, I've sent subliminals <laughs> online where I put, like, just a crying emoji just to let people know I'm hurt, man. Like, I want y'all, want y'all motherfuckers to reach out to me and let them, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Console me a little bit. But uh, uh, I've never seen that from you. You know what I mean? Which is, which is crazy. Out of all the years, <laughs> let's just even take the DJ world. Like, I've known you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you post anything like that. I'm trying to think. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that I can't be. I mean, I talk shit all the time here. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not going to say I'm not an asshole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, I can actually tell a really funny story. Yeah. Because... Um, like that's cool. That's great that you feel that way because that means a lot of people feel that yeah. way. But no, yeah. no, 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 no. I can. I've definitely sent or like. I don't post subliminals anymore because it's usually not worth it. But I'll definitely like, be like, 
Oh my god, this is so fucking stupid. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a funny story, and and I can tell this story because it's like it's been a while. It, it's been a while, and it's so like far beyond us now. Yeah. Um. So, um. This was a. Do you know DJ El Menor? I've heard he's big in the Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I've big in the Lions. Him, yeah. Shout out DJ El Menor. So he's also a Honduran. So I'm half Honduran. He's. I think he's full Honduran. Yeah. And we're close to the same age. I think I'm a little older than him. We're close to the same age. He's crushing it. Um, was crushing it. Is crushing it. Like does very very well. Super popular guy. Was another guy who was doing streaming, doing super well. Shout out Menor, everybody follow him. Yeah. Um. But uh, so this is probably like two years ago. Um. And this this was literally like me being like like just like a this is like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so so, uh, at this time like we I think we had just gone on each other's radar. Like I think we had just followed each other and mm-hmm. like but like we li- we had not met. Yeah. Um. And it was just like whatever you know what I mean like this is another cool dude whatever whatever. And, um, I, I was, um, B, I was the Bijou resident at yep. this point. Yep. And, um, you know how in the DJ booth is like stickers, yep. like all of our stickers and, and it's the, like one of, it's like this stupid ass DJ shit. Like if you, if you put your sticker on a DJ booth, like that's marking that you've been there, right? Like, mm. Hey, like I like it. So for me, the first time I played at Bijou and I put my sticker there, it was a moment for me because I'm like, I am now at the same place as all these other great DJs before yeah. me, right? Yeah, yeah. So boom, my I had, and the thing about me is I have a black and white sticker and a white and black sticker. I put mm. both of them at two different spots, okay? And I was like, ha ha, taking more, taking yeah, two more spots, whatever. And then every time I went there, I was like, boom, they're still there, cool. Because what's it, something that Young Tut has gone through, Stamps has gone through, people yeah. rip off their stickers. Wow. And it's simple and stupid, but it, like it's a respect thing. Yeah. Like if someone rips off, it's like, yo, who's hating on me? Like, or who like wanted, like who's taking my name off of something that yeah. I earned to, like yeah. I earned to get there. So I always check, okay, it's still there, boom. And it's been there for years. The first yeah. time I played at Bijou was like 2016 yeah, or something. Um, <clears throat> so one day I walk in as I normally do, check, okay, first one's there. The next one, DJ Elmanor stickers on top of mine. See what I'm oh. So like it's different to take it off, but to like be like, ha, that's his. Boom, here's mine. Mine's is better. You know, that's the way yeah. I look at it. You feel yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So for me, excuse me. I was like, what the fuck? I was just like, and and I ripped his off. And but the thing is, I could have just threw it away. I put it, I'm like, I put it in another place that had space for his. Yeah. So like I was like, let me fix this. And like, here you go. Like. This is your spot. Yeah. Like, don't ever don't do, do that, that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was pissed. Like, I was, like, so mad. And I was just, like, and whatever. I did the night. Like, it was, like, not a big deal. Yeah. But I was just, like, I was just, like, now it just made me, like, look at him differently. Like, I was just, mm. like, are you coming? Like, I was, like, there's all these stickers here. Why did you come for me? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and we're both Honduran. We should be, if anything, Connected. we should be yeah. trying to take over together and, like, rise up together yeah. you know what i'm saying so i'm like so now like in my i'm kind of in my own head i'm like now i see him post and i'm like yo fuck that guy Dude. like i was like this is stupid <laughs> I, was, I was i was like yo like he doesn't fuck with me i don't fuck with him whatever whatever but i never did any i never like i talked to a couple people about it but i never did anything <laughs> fast forward like six months and i it's the summertime i i do this day party and i have a nighttime party me being me, I get fucking wasted at the day party. Don't even know if I'm even going to be able to, like, DJ that night. Like, I am fucking wasted. <laughs> and I'm with my boy, who is also a DJ. We're getting dinner, like, literally in between the two sets. Like, bro, I, I like, blacked out that, that like, like, I was 
fucking fucked up. <laughs> Did you DJ, by the way? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I fucking crushed it. Um, and, um, but I was, bro, I was fucked. Like, I was eating because, like, I had to eat. Yeah. Like, I was fucked up. And I remember being fucked up. Like, I told him this story, and I was obviously super, like, mad about it because yeah. I was drunk or whatever. <laughs> and his dumbass, he goes, you should say something. And obviously, I'm drunk. So I go, you know uh, what? Yeah, so I yeah. should say something. Yeah, fuck yeah. 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 Like, I should say something. So I go straight to my DMs, straight to Elmenor, like, and I, like, and, and it's, and, and mind you, like, I am drunk. So, like, I'm saying things that don't make sense. Like, I am yeah. going ham, going crazy. Oh, my God. And poor Elmenor is like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. oh, my, like, and, you know, everybody follow him, like, the nicest kid in the world. Like, but he's just like. Dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I don't know where this is coming from. Like, th- obviously, this is random. Yeah, like, this is literally out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? And I'm like, nah, fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. And, like, I'm like, we should be uplifting each other. Like, that was so fucking disrespectful. Like, you're so lucky. Blah, 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 blah. Wildin'. I am wildin'. Yeah. And then he apologized. And I think I just leave it be, do the gig, whatever. The next day, I wake up, like, sober. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, <it's> I, <laughs> and I'm rereading it, and I'm like, oh my god, and I don't remember what I, I, I don't remember if I like texted him, just been like, yo, I'm so sorry, but like, I remember, I think, I think I was uh, enough of an asshole, like I just left it. I think, I, I think I was too embarrassed, actually. Yeah, yeah. Few months after that, Storyville, uh, Swish Wednesday, yeah. so like it was, you know, industry night, like mad DJs are there, so he pulls up with like Rico and Castanet, like yeah, they yeah. all, and like we're all dabbing each other, and I see him, and. It was like an elephant in the room thing. Mm. And um, I go up to him like, yo, man, like, I hope we're good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, I know we don't got to say it. Everything. I hope we're good. And he was like, yo, man, it's all good. Like, and, you know, again, shout out to him. But, like, <laughs> I, like, I was so embarrassed. And, like, that was me where I was, like, a fucking asshole. Like, I was, I, I don't know if it was an ego thing or, like, I just felt disrespected. But, like. I think at the end of the day, it was just like a misunderstanding. And, and oh, whatever. trust me, I had, I didn't had, <laughs> I had multiple of those moments. Trust me, yeah. more of the story. Do not respond or DM anyone when you are drunk. Yeah, that, that's you. the moral. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, like if you like go months be- not dealing with it, it's probably because it's not that big of a yeah. deal. So when you're drunk and yeah. someone's like, "Yeah, do it," it's like you're gonna make don't it way it. more of a big, yeah, like, way bigger it. of a deal than it has to be. Oh my god. Yeah. Shout out, Menor, man. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> yes. <Yeah, sorry. laughs> He's probably like, "What the fuck Yo, is this dude?" Yeah, like, I felt. So bad, I felt, but it it was just me being like, like basically, I can be a huge asshole, and I have been a huge asshole in the past. And damn, well, I'm I'm lucky. I haven't gotten one of those DMs from you, so I mean, just 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 wait till I'm drunk and there's something wrong with the podcast, and And then then, what the (laughs) fuck, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, I mean, it happens. But uh, um, you know, I've I've been trying to drink like way less these days. I Um, think that's also another success in in our industry. Like you can't be you can't be about this lifestyle. Like there has to be a separation between business and um, enjoying with your your customers and clients. But you can't consume it right the way that like some of these kids enter uh, this industry for like oh I'm gonna rage and like it's not sustainable. Just not especially if you have multiple yeah. nights running. Like we were doing Wednesday nights, we were doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like it it like it's impossible to drink all those times and think you're not gonna go crazy. Yeah, I mean for me like it destroyed like my weight like yeah, i gained yeah. so much weight when i started like like my weight 
correlates perfectly with like my trajectory as a DJ. Like I, the, I was as I was getting like more gigs yeah, and better then, gigs, I was getting heavier wow. and heavier easily. That's fucking dude. crazy because I was drinking more. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Every, yeah, literally like, every night. Like you're doing it. I remember like 2015, 2016, I would have like five gigs a month. Yeah, dude. And obviously every gig, I was like, oh my god, this is the biggest thing in my life. Like, dude, now I was getting five gigs within like. 10 days you know what i mean like like in in a in in a month i was getting like 18 gigs yeah you were getting yeah you were you know i mean I, mean, I told you you used to hit me sometimes the text is like i we had our residency locked in but i was like your snacks I, i'm having it like an off party like yeah. he's like now nah, you gotta let me know a couple months in advance so yeah. i used to pile all my events like and be like your snacks i need you this this yeah, this yeah, this yeah, and yeah. this you but then I mean? and then that made it even further like yeah you know what i mean because people Facts. started doing that yeah um but yeah like 18 let's so i mean i didn't drink every gig i drink most of them and then snack stop line you were drinking not bro. every single would, one if you were at my party i was always bringing you a drink i was like yep that that's mandatory five shots for sure five shots for there my were dude. certain spots where like like i don't think i ever left tunnel sober ever ever yeah because you had to like these guys but you see they have good hospitality i mean i love the, the you know the tunnel staff like oh, amazing janelle and Everybody, like, Max they understand and, how to treat yeah, people. Yes, dude. So, like, I never left Tunnel Sober. Uh, Storyville, I left sober a couple times. Um, not on our, on our night? No, 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 no. Oh, Friday nights, yeah, no, no, no. no. Okay, okay, but okay. if I did, like, Swish or if I did the Saturday. Yeah. Um, and Bijou. <sighs> yeah. I, I. Well, if it was busy, like, if it was a, cr like, crazy night, like, yeah. you you know, you were too yeah, busy. Yeah, of course. So, like, yeah, yeah. I would I would leave Bijou sober yeah. quite a few times. I just feel like there's uh there's always a lot going on because Bijou's yeah, yeah. a popping place yeah, that yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. very hard to go get someone yeah. and it's I, I don't think it has anything to do with their um uh hospitality. I just think that I mean I couldn't get a free drink there to save my life. Oh really? Yeah, even if I was a resident. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's okay, why I would well, just well, leave sober. Yeah, we're we're gonna change that. <laughs> it won't ever happen again. Um and so there's some places that like, yeah, I was just like whatever, but but think about it. I mean, it was so, like, 15 days out of the week where I'm, like, definitely raging. And then, like, even outside of that, like, I would go to, like, family or just, like, friend events, like, where I, like, stuff. go to dinner with some friends on a yeah. Tuesday and, like, drink there, too. And, like, so it's, like, 20 days out of a 30-day month, I'm, like, drinking, drinking, drinking. And eating. And, and eating, yeah, course, yeah, yeah. So, like. It goes crazy. And, and yeah, like, I, quote, unquote, work, work out a lot. But, you know, you already know, like, a bad diet doesn't. It did, no, can't compete with a, you know, working Just a good, out. Life, a good lifestyle. Yeah, so. It does a lot, um, and Kareem, who's um promoter, been in the game for a minute, and um, he's a lean, tall, lean dude. Yeah. Excuse me. He, he one time he made, like, I think he was around, like, me, Big Tunes, and Amaro, like, all these, like, big-bodied, like, yeah. DJs. DJs? And, he, and he goes, why the fuck do all DJs get fat? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, look at what we do. Like, <laughs> um, like we stand in one spot for four hours, drink and all DJ. night, and then... And then Go eat and then eat after. after, yeah, exactly. Oh I'm like, wait, like, what do you think? Like, uh, they were out here working out, like, yeah, hell no. I mean, you can, I mean, all your weekends booked, exactly, yeah, Jesus. yeah. And then if you work at nine to five, like, yeah, you just have over. so much time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's tough, you know. Uh, and I've taken, you know, cut, you know, cutting back, and like, obviously, I don't need, I barely eat out anymore, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I just love to eat, bro. Um, man, listen, I, I told myself this, like, um, if you don't like to eat, we're never going on a date. That's a fact. Like, I like people that, like, just like to go have a good time or not even a date. Like, if you want to just chop it up, like, 
I'm, I'm the first thing I'm saying. Let's go let's chop go, it up and go, 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 go eat. Go, go, go you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to. Listen, girl, you can gain some weight with me, girl. Yeah, okay, facts, okay, man. That's girl. what I'm saying. I'm get saying. a little thick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's, let's just enjoy listen, life. Listen, we can we can get that for another day, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you, so you gotta have up. a little. You gotta have a little bit something. I'm gonna pull right? up with some with some snacks. Yeah. You know <laughs> <laughs> some pizza. Let's I'm just dead. vibe. Let's just Harry I'm Potter dead. and chill, girl. I'm dead. I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Yo, you don't gotta do all that. Facts, facts, bro. But um. I mean, so what else is next? I mean, is there, I mean, uh, people can know what to expect, I guess. That's what yeah. we've been talking about. Um, but ultimately, I just want to take another opportunity to thank the people. Yeah. Um, this has been an awesome journey. I'm glad I'm going through it with you. And yeah. it's been, Us I know too. I yell at you and shit, but, um, you know, we've been seeing awesome feedback results, and results. Yeah. And, and I just want to keep going. And um, I appreciate you. You know, I try and shout you out as much as I possibly can every yeah, yeah. episode and yeah. everything because I appreciate the work that you do. Um, and your friendship, obviously. Um, yeah. Is there anything else where, where people could find you, uh, what, what to expect, anything like that? Yeah, no, I mean, um, again, much love for, for you coming on and doing this and, and, and honestly doing it for the culture. Like, I know people say that, but to actually be about it, it's a little bit different. So, mm. um, yeah, find me on, on Instagram, um, Ado underscore Karuba. Again, support support all the podcasts and check us out. Um, dope Entertainment Official. Uh, show some love to to my guy, Philly, too. Uh, Philly. I know I put we put him through the ringer as well, but um, without him, you know, none of this is possible. The partners, the team, um, and uh, honestly, for, for the people, um, everyone that has supported us to this point um, and come with us on the nightlife journey and uh transitioning with us in the media stuff like we have a lot of stuff coming like it's not just going to be podcasts it's going to be other uh media forms um we're going to be developing a lot of things like shows like you know festivals down the line like there's a lot a lot of exciting stuff and um again when when people look back at what we did like they're going to be like damn like they really changed the game so um i'm excited about the future and the team that we have uh, to get there i love the vision man um i Every time we chop up, it's always like crazy always game. Like, yeah, we yeah, always just facts. like get so deep into it. And I think we're just two dudes that like have crazy vision and that want and to see success and everything. So um, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks um, for I having love, me, bro. I love like being able to do this. I think we should do this like every milestone we hit. Like maybe at 5,000 so we'll do this kind of just recapping, kind of see where we're at and, and everything like that. Um, but again, thank you. 2,000 listens. Um, continue to support. Let me know what kind of content you guys want to hear. Any guest suggestions? I'm, I'm super open to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Keep supporting. Follow us at, but I know the DJ, follow me at give me snacks, follow Ado at Ado underscore Kawuba at dope entertainment official. And we'll see you guys next time.